Welcome to Culture Bites, where we take culture theory and turn it into everyday insights. We're powered by Human Synergistics, and our mission is to change the world one organization at a time. We can only do that together with our amazing community, so thank you for listening. Welcome to Culture Bites. My name's Dominic Gawley. I'm a consultant with Human Synergistics Australia, and I'm joined by our head of consulting, Corinne Cantor. Hey, Corinne. Hey, Dom. How are you? Yeah, doing well. I've enlisted you for the episode this week because we've got a question from a listener. So Karen's uh, written in and is asking about expanded profiles. Mm. So she says, I recently debriefed a leader that had an expanded profile and I felt there was a lot of conflict within this individual and this was built on intent versus her own armor and fears. Could you explain the characteristics of an expanded profile and some of the questions to explore the profile with the leader? So it will be around a lifestyles inventory LSI profile. Mm -hmm. Doesn't actually mention if it's one or two. So, I mean, we could do it for both. Could do both. But, you know, first of all, I guess, what is an expanded profile Mm -hmm. for people who don't know? And maybe what are some insights and questions we could ask around it? Hmm. So first of all, an expanded profile technically is when the colour in the styles, multiple styles, are extended in all the clusters, extended over the 50th percentile. So every style is over the 50th percentile. Or a lot of them. Yeah. Okay, so if you look at it, it's just... A lot of colour. A lot of blue, a lot of red, a lot of green. Yeah. Okay, and it's just full on. In an LSI one, it tends to suggest... Stress, Uh internal stress, a lot going on, possibly a feeling of being pulled from pillar to post. Uh Okay, so trying to be all things to all people. If you think about what would generate that much colour, okay, the colour is a result of the score that someone's given themselves. So if there's a lot of colour, they're ranking themselves mostly one and twos. Yeah. Okay, the higher the so colour. everything's often or most of the time is like Exactly. Lightning. Everything's yep. a yes. Yeah. Okay. Am I thoughtful and considerate? Yes. Am I restrained and dominant and hostile? Yes. Am so I shrewd and calculative? Am yes. I sh- yes. Yep. So I'm saying yes to a lot of quite different styles. Uh-huh. Because okay. some of them are sort of bow ties and opposites of each other, which might Poles, be another episode. It might be another episode. It's poles apart. Yeah. Okay, so I might feel that I am humanistic, encouraging, that I'm, you know, trusted by others, that I'm good at teaching, good at settling disputes, and at the same time I'm cynical and suspicious and I'm argumentative. So it's, yeah, it's, it, oh, I feel like I am being pulled in different directions, yeah, yeah. so a bit of everything. Yeah. So what's going on for someone? You talked about stress and stuff. Mm. What's going on for them if they've got an expanded profile, do you think? I think they've just lost connection with who they are and what they want and what's important to them. So that's self-actualizing. Sometimes the self-actualizing might be one of those styles that are really high along with everything else. But really, there's so much competing requirements in that kind of LSI one. So I'm telling myself that I have to be unique and creative at the same time that I'm telling myself that... I'm really high and really impatient with my errors. So there's so much going on. So if Mm. you think about the LSI one as being the voice in my head, Mm. so that generates a whole lot of agitation Mm. uh, because I am not being clear with myself around 
what my priorities are and where I should put my effort, energy and time. And at the core of it is I've lost sense of where my effort should be going, effort, energy and time. I've got so many priorities. I'm just flat out trying to achieve all of them. And so it probably generally means the stress and inner conflict. So I'm conflicted. Uh I'm feeling like I'm nothing in particular and everything all at once. Yeah. I think the the point that you're getting is I'm being pulled in multiple directions at the same time. And my thinking is I gotta I don't wanna upset people, but I gotta get stuff done and I gotta, you know, do this and that is oh, it's tiring. You know, it's tiring just even talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. And so what the inquiry, so what kind of questions Yeah, what kind of questions would you explore with someone? Yeah, I, I think that a lot of the questions that we start with, so in the setting up before you actually get to the data are pretty important. So mm. what's going on with you? What's happened at the, you know, what's happened in the last three to six months? Mm. What's working well? What's not working? How are you feeling at the moment? Are you feeling in flow? Are you feeling balanced? Are you feeling stuck? So I think all those questions that we would typically ask at the beginning, important because generally it'll give you a a kind of a heads up or a hint that it kind of precedes the data, if that makes sense. What's going on, yeah. So then when you're looking at it, the same questions apply. So, you know, what do you you see in terms of just looking at the the circumplex? So if the LSI 1 is reflective of where your energy, time and effort and what you're telling yourself is important, what Mm. does this profile Everything's important. I need to put energy and effort everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And if that's the case, and does that ring true? Is that what it feels like at the moment? Yeah. Okay. So getting them to reflect on, you know, is that true? Is that true for you at the moment? And if it is, what bit about it is true? And, you know, what are some of the examples where they're feeling pulled pillar to post? And sometimes I might say that sometimes this profile, a profile like this, might suggest that. A person's feeling pulled from pillar to post. Mm. And then I might just give that a bit of pause to see if it lands. Mm. You know, when you look at it, what do you see? I, I do feel like I'm unsure on myself, but at the same time, I feel like it. So then you get that conflict, inner conflict dialogue. On the one hand, I think of this, but on the other hand, I feel like I need to do that. Mm. So what you're trying to do as a practitioner, rather than me giving you a set of questions, yeah. You're really your your job in that debrief initially is just to help them inquire yes. as to the experience, yeah, be curious, their experience, yep. their experience. What's going on? So, give me an example of a time where you felt split between two uh-huh. decisions. So, you're trying to get them to identify examples where this is happening. Now, the reason examples are important is that it concretizes something. So sometimes the overwhelm might be that something snowballed, okay? Uh But if you actually get them to describe what's going on, it allows them to be curious and inquire and engage with their own experience by making it quite concrete. And for you as a coach or debriefer, it enables you to then be quite specific around the questions that you're asking Uh as a way of uncovering and unsurfing why that is. The other good question might be how long have you uh, felt this way? Yeah. What about Corinne? I had one the other day. I actually 
debriefed and expanded profile just recently. And it was a bit tricky. And so what I found was we went to the items because it was kind of a bit of confusion at the overall level. Like, mm, that's, that's strange. Yep. Went to the items, right? Does this make sense? The tricky part was they kind of all did make sense. Yeah. You know, it was kind of like you describe yourself like this, whatever it was. You know, do you think that's true? Yeah, that kind of describes me. And then we'd go to a style that was quite different, quite the opposite yeah. of it. Yeah. Yeah, that describes me as well. Yeah. I mean, it, I guess it was accurate. That was yeah. good. But it felt like, I guess, nothing surprised or was, they didn't necessarily want to change anything, I yeah. guess, was yeah. what I was hearing. Mm, okay, what, interesting. Yeah. What would be your thought or approach on that? The styles are all describing universal tra- universal behaviours, universal yeah. ways of thinking and, and mindset. So it doesn't surprise me too much that they can, most of us will be able to recognise Many of the styles, sure, we all do a bit of them. Yeah, repertoire. Yeah, if I put it that way. Yeah. So I think at one level, it's not surprising that they said that. I guess what was interesting, and I'd be interested in your experience, Dom. What was interesting is their reluctance to admit that any one of them would prevail at this point in time. Exactly. Yeah, and so that could be that. So then, to me, is what what's behind that? Okay. Mm. But I think in general for the expanded profile, there are a couple of things that are interesting about it is I think it's a great idea to go to the item by item. It still surprises me that practitioners don't use the item by item report. Oh, man, you got to. Yep. You have to. Well, it's it's good for providing some grounding. So sometimes because we're coaches and we, we're using the tool as a springboard, for a discussion, mm. sometimes I think the interpretation of the data hijacks the actual data. Yes. And so you've got to be careful. The data is a good way of grounding the person's self-observations and, and you as well, keeping me grounded mm. in terms of not going away with the story that we've created yes. and coming back to the item by item. So the item by items is a good call because it suddenly kind of brings it into something quite specific. Mm. And what happened with you is that they said everything was equally. Yeah. Yeah. And so the where I would go with some of the questioning around expanded profile is how long have you felt like this? Are there any of the styles in particular which you relate to more strongly? Mm. Okay. Have they all been equally? Mm you know, equally as strong. Because if it's a two, it's saying that it's like you most of the time. Okay. So is that true for every single one of them? And if right. it is, and so, which one is? And so that's when you can, at that item level, yeah. okay, where did we score the twos? Yeah. Yep. Where did we score the what twos? What might so that mean? Yep. Exactly. And so what what does it mean? So when you're thinking about that and you've scored yourself a two for this and this and this, then what does that mean? Talk to me about what was going through your head when you were giving it a two. So we have an exercise that we do in accreditation and some of the people in the um, listening audience might remember where we get people to analyse the scores that they've given themselves in an LSI one. Zero, not like me at all. Mm. One, like me quite often and then most of the time. So you can do the same thing in a questioning way, but I'd look at what do you see? I see a lot of colour, okay? and what's going on for you at the moment in terms of all the early questions and then 
how long has it been going on like this? Mm. Sometimes you see an expanded profile when someone's new in a role and new in an organisation. And so they don't have this baseline level of security. Mm. Remember, it's about Mm. security. And so they're excited and so doing their best to show up well, but they're also nervous. They also feel like they have to prove themselves. And so sometimes new organization, new role, especially if the new role is a step up. Yeah. So I feel like sometimes you see an expanded profile with people who've been away from the workforce for a while Mm. and they're coming back to a new Mm. job. And that could be someone who's been on maternity leave or parental leave. It's if it's a you know, the the non-primary carer. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be somebody who's been unemployed for a while. Mm-hmm. So sometimes if there's been a gap between jobs, you can see this incredible pressure on self show up in an LSI one as an expanded profile. Yeah, okay. So it's kind of, ex- and really what I'm hearing, Corinne, is it's not about diagnosing or giving the answer, like this is what this means, yep. dot, dot, dot. But it's helping them to explore it. You know, what yep. What does it indicate to you kind yep. of questioning? Yep. And also, what does it indicate to you? When do you feel it at its most intense? Mm. Okay, might be a good question so to ask. Get, so specific examples yep. and, and times yep. and stuff to And you might that. do it cluster by cluster. Okay, so for okay. example, it is useful for somebody to identify what happens when they're most constructive and what's happening around them when they're most constructive. Because that's something, if they can stay connected to that, then that becomes a bridge, Mm. you know, when they're feeling passive defensive or aggressive defensive. And you can use that same. So when is the passive defensive, when this is happening, when it comes up for you, what are you conscious of is triggered it, Mm. you know, what's going on around you. And at the moment, you're really just exploring. So you're not moving to action. You're Mm. not trying to solve it Mm. for them or help them solve it. You're really just wanting to understand what's going on. Because it could even be, you know, in different groups or different situations at work. Exactly. Are triggering the different bits of it. Yeah. Is there a difference with an expanded LSI 1, so their own thinking, versus an expanded LSI 2, perceptions of behavior from others? Do they indicate different things? It can do. In my experience, and I'd be interested in yours as well, It can still be people see someone in stress, so they're trying Mm. to be all things to all people. Mm. The other thing sometimes it can indicate is the complete variation in behaviour between subgroups. Mm. I'll give you an example. I had one client once that had an aggregated profile, their LSI2 as a whole, say, let's say seven people, people, eight people, as red as it was as blue. Okay. Okay. And and let me say the blue was 75th, 90th percentile Uh and the red was exactly the same Uh and the green was not that high, maybe at the 50th, 60th percentile. Yeah. I thought, okay, this is interesting because it's not all the clusters, but it's two out of three. Yeah. And when we looked at the breakout, what was happening was that her direct report saw her as constructive. Yeah. Her peers saw her as aggressive, defensive. Uh-huh. And so sometimes that expanded color can be a result of the variation that exists between how people see you. So in a way, that's almost different, right? Because actually at a group level, it's not an expanded profile. Because yep. if you just ask the peers, 
it would be aggressive. And if you just asked the direct reports, it'd be constructive. Exactly. But it's just when you put them all together, Correct. now it's kind of yep. pointless. So when you're debriefing, you might at first see the aggregated profile as being quite expanded. So sometimes one hypothesis is the different groups see them differently. And you're right, Dom. If you look at, at the subgroup level, they're not seeing them that differently, but it's just when you put it together as a, a mirror mm. on, some, on one person, mm. it looks really expanded. Mm. Otherwise, when I've seen it, say a high-level manager sees as expanded profile, uh-huh. even peers, it's similar in that under stress, running, you know, trying to get everything done, be everything to everybody and not quite managing it. So one of the risks with an expanded profile is someone spreading themselves too thinly and so dropping, dropping balls. Yeah. Okay. And so it might be over-promising uh-huh. and under-delivering, uh-huh. you know, or saying yes when they should say no, uh-huh. you know, and or not having the answer and so being tentative in their response and then never coming back or criticising what they might, people might see is not agreeing with a point of view and then never coming back with anything and then being super friendly afterwards. So the behaviour is very inconsistent. And I guess, yeah, because it could be we like say yes to everything and then, which is on the passive side, but now I've got to find a way to deliver it so I'm going to crack the whip or something to make it happen. Yeah, that's exactly right, yeah. Yeah, okay. And, you know, there's a question in the LSI too, and for practitioners who are dealing with expanded profile, there are a couple of questions in the end of the report oh. in the summary perceptions in particular oh. for the LSI2 where you can kind of run your theory, you know, and in like if you're looking at the report and prepping and also ask them. So one of the questions is, is the person consistent, reliable and predictable? Oh. Okay. Now, if you're thinking that someone is in themselves erratic, oh. so everybody sees conflicting behavior that doesn't yep. always make sense, then you're going to see a low score. Low score. Uh-huh. If you have a situation where the expansion is due to a different experience of that person, you'll probably have a bigger standard deviation. So the line across that triangle will be larger. Uh-huh. The other thing that can happen is um, you might see that variation in the degree to which somebody would receive negative feedback and respond to it mm-hmm. constructively. So there could be a big deviation there, yeah. Yep. How much, how, there's a couple of questions right at the end in the LSI too, which is about how frequently do you see this person, how easy was it to describe them? Mm. So if, you, if you're thinking, so the expanded might be everybody sees this expanded profile, so everybody in the responder group. So in which case they're seeing some erratic behaviour, there's no consistency. Uh-huh. It's not predictable. I don't know whether you're going which to Which Corinne I'm going to get today. Correct. Yep. Yeah. I could be sunny Corinne, it could be stormy, yep. and I don't know which I'm going to get. Yep. So that's the LSI 2. In the LSI 1 for expansion, expanded profiles, good questions are probably the degree to which people are managing their stress degree to which they're satisfied, the degree to which they feel like they're managing their time Right, well. so these are the outcome items. Yeah, yep. the outcome yep. items give you a lot of yeah, indication. Time management, yeah, stress. Time management, stress, my ability, state of mind. General state of mind. General state yep. of mind, personal well-being. So the personal kind of satisfaction questions are really good way. So if you look at a profile and you're getting ready and you see expanded profile, have a look at the back and see 
what's going on in the back. Yeah, and bring them into the discussion. Bring them into yep. the discussion. I mean, I've gotten to the stage now where I don't look at the profile before I debrief it. So we're both kind of discovering it as we do. But if you are prepping, then just, and you see something that's surprising, like an expanded profile, and you think people generally go, oh my God, how do I debrief this? Exactly the same. Exactly the same. And you just remember you're not there to give them an answer. You're there to help them inquire as to what's going on with them. One one quick question, because I know this comes up and it can be, Maybe it's part of the bargaining, you know, shock denial bargaining. Sometimes people say, that's the way I fill in surveys, right? I tend towards ones and twos rather than zeros, for instance. Mm. What stock do you put in that? Mm. Well, I accept it, you know, like I think that when somebody says that, I think, okay, that's interesting because they're either giving me that answer because they, you know, they weren't, they felt like they were forced into the program or Uh it's true. They yeah. feel that it's true. Yeah. And so either way, I say, okay, cool, interesting. Yeah. So let's have a look at some of the items. Are you saying that you feel equally as inclined yeah. to do this as you would something else? Yeah, um, I did a similar one where they said that. And I was like, cool, okay. But, you know, looking at the item by item page, we were able to put twos to some of them and ones to others. Yeah. Right? So what's the difference between a two and a one, you know, for this particular item? Yeah. What's the difference between a two and a one for that particular item? Yeah. So it was still, you know, because even if you, yeah, shrunk it down, there's still some stuff that's standing out, right? So, okay, why why could you say two, kind of hell yes to that one, but a yes otherwise, you know, what's the difference? And so I think that's that's right. You just, I think the item by item, anything that is like the item by item gives you us an opportunity. So remember the debriefing process isn't you and it isn't me, it's us. Mm. So it's the coactive relationship that actually creates the awareness. And Mm. so it's not about you as a practitioner having an answer to meet their questions. It's about looking at the item by item and saying, what do you think about that? That's interesting. So if they've got something like oppositional is as high as humanistic encouraging, then let's have a look at both styles. Yeah. And, you know, side by side. Contrast it. And, um, non-judgmentally, oh, wow, that's really interesting. So, okay, so argumentative as much as you are thoughtful, and it might be that they are. <laughs> yeah. You know? So I think the answer doesn't matter if you've, you know, one of the things is you might use it as a way to try and lead them to realise something, and that's when we get tripped, right, because yeah. we're using a technique to try and help them uh-huh. to see the I'm constructive planting the light, evidence or something. Leading the witness. And that's when it becomes an issue. But if you just really go with, okay, this is their process there and helping them inquire and, and ask questions of it all rather than solving it solving it, yeah. or, or helping them to find a way. Sometimes we can want people to see things in a certain way. But if you just got open curiosity, non-judgmental, then use the item by items as a way of unpicking or unpacking. I think that's great advice in general, not just expanded profile. But I know like I've seen, you know, every, and you would have seen even more, every combination of LSI under the sun. And the thing I realized early on is I saw two profiles fairly close together that were like pretty similar LSI 1, LSI 2. Really different reasons yeah, yeah. why they were that way. Totally different reasons. And so if I had have just taken the conclusions from the first one and laid it on top of the second one, would have totally missed missed the point, you yeah. know? So, 
yeah, it's not about having the answer. Don't feel like you need to come in with the answer. It's just about exploring it. And so asking some of those questions that you've suggested today, I think will really help. Karen, I I hope that's helped answer your question. You know, just be curious and explore it with them. And it's been really great where we've taken someone's question and they've written back to us after they've heard the podcast. Yeah, let us know. And let us know because um, let us know if we hit, you know, if we answered it. And if we didn't, you know, then we can come back and give it another go. We can go. give it another go. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. All right. Thanks for your time, Corinne. Thank you, Dom. Thanks, Karen. Thanks for listening to this episode of Culture Bites. If you enjoy the show, Remember to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, leave us a review. It helps other people to find the show. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, email podcast at human-synergistics.com.au. We'd love to answer it. This podcast is copyrighted by Human Synergistics Australia, all rights reserved. To learn more about what we do, visit human-synergistics.com.au.